Do we need to like get another time to record this or something? No, this is hysterical. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> and that's our cold open. Welcome to Keys to the Podcastle with Austin and Luke, where we discuss every Disney animated movie ever. Pretty much. Join us for a fun look at the classics, the not-so-classics, and the not-so-classic sequels and remakes to the classics every Wednesday. Hi! Hey! Welcome to the Keys to the Podcastle. This is Luke. And this is Master of Puppets, Austin Howith. Hello, Austin Howith. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm good. Great. Stressing over what this week is. Yeah, just a little bit. This is um we're filming or recording the day before the 2020 presidential election. Woo! And then we're releasing it the day after the presidential election. Election. Yeah. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. What's what's been going on with you, Austin? Uh, me? Not a whole lot, honestly. Watched Pinocchio. That's about me, it. I, me too. I also watched Pinocchio. That's crazy. Do you want to talk about it in a little bit? Yeah, in a second. Okay. I do have one one thing I've noticed. And while this is this is a Disney appreciation podcast, and obviously we we love uh, most Disney entertainment, I I have a couple of gripes about Disney Plus. And it might just maybe it's on my end. For some reason, Disney Plus does not like my laptop. And even though I'm sitting right next to the router, it refuses to acknowledge there's like a decent internet connection to run um, video. And I've also noticed that Disney Plus doesn't like downgrade video quality if your internet's slow. Do they know? Because like Netflix will like lower the video quality, but Disney Plus doesn't. Which Disney it, Disney doesn't like to sacrifice quality for people with um crappy internet connection. <laughs> That's true. That's but your then, fault. Yeah, it, it is. And then I watched <laughs> I watched Pinocchio on my grandmother's TV, which is like a whole room away from the router, and that was just smooth. And then just adding on to that, you can't download stuff on your computer version of Disney Plus. You can only download on like the mobile app. Weird. Which is weird. Yeah. Well, it's because your computer will always be like connected to a Wi-Fi source, whereas your phone will be connected to data so you want to like download it while you're on wi-fi i guess that's true i don't know that was just like <laughs> that was like the frustration surrounding trying to watch pinocchio yesterday mm, um, i'm sorry no that's okay but i got to watch it and i really enjoyed it the I, the experience of trying to get to pinocchio did not sour the pinocchio experience i understand so like i've been really into this game called planet coaster mm-hmm. um when, <laughs> when i was a child i was obsessed with um roller coaster tycoon Yep. And uh, Zoo Tycoon 2 specifically. I discovered that Planet Coaster existed. Are you familiar with Planet Coaster? I'm not, but I am familiar with the Roller Coaster and Zoo Tycoon series. So it's like the Roller Coaster Tycoon series on steroids. Mm-hmm. It's so detailed. It's redonkulous. Ooh. And I, w- and I was like, okay, this is, sounds like a fun situation for me to do. And then I found out, oh, Lord, I don't have a PC computer. I can't play it. Mm-hmm. And then I found this streaming site called GeForce Now. Like the movie with the, the hamsters. hamsters. Yes, <laughs> the hamsters, the guinea pigs, because I think it's yeah, G, that's right. guinea pigs. Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, it's like a cloud gaming service where like all of mm-hmm. your games like are on there. And yeah. then you can just play them through their service, even if you don't have a computer that's compatible with the game. Well, that's nice. So I've been playing a lot of Planet Coaster. <laughs> <laughs> I have a dragon-themed theme park. Ooh. It's not good at all. What's it? Does it have a name? 
Uh, I'm between like the dragon's den or the dragon's lair. Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> Those are both very good names. Thank you. I think. You're welcome. <laughs> and they they have like these like really detailed dragon animatronics that you can place throughout the park and you design like really intense roller coasters. Oh, cool. So that's how I've been spending my free time. Not vacuuming. No. Yeah. Uh, I feel that my free time has also been video games, specifically Xenoblade Chronicles. Mm. But that's um a much deeper game and I don't want to get into it or I'll be talking for two hours and it'll just be that for the podcast. So. I see. My game was like, I build, I build theme park. Yeah. I build roller coaster. <laughs> I put dragon. <laughs> okay. So if you haven't figured it out yet, we are talking about Pinocchio today. Mm-hmm. And if you hear a uh, jingling in the background, that is my cat with a jingle collar. Scratching so last week we reviewed Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs and we found it, uh, often found it meh, and I liked it. And this week we're talking about Pinocchio, which was released in 1940 by Walt Disney Pictures and distributed by RKO Radio Pictures. By RKO! That was a Rocky Horror reference. Oh. Yeah, like science fiction double feature. Oh. On the science fiction picture show by RKO. Oh, okay. I have not seen it enough to know, I don't think, or listen to it enough. I see. It was directed by Ben Sharpstein and Hamilton Lusky, and they were the two supervising directors. And the sequence directors were Bill Roberts, Norman Ferguson, Jack Kinney, Wilfred Jackson, and T. He. T. He? T. Dot He. Oh, okay. Thornton He. Oh, T. He's better. He went by T. He. (laughs) That's so funny. And it was produced by Walt Disney and was wow. based, yeah, and it was based on the adventures of Pinocchio by Carlo Collati. Gepello. And it is the origin of the uh, song When You Wish Upon a Star. Yes, which is now like, like the Disney song. Yes, it's the only Disney song that's ever existed. Mm-hmm. Before we like actually begin the discussion, I'd like to encourage our viewers to please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to our podcast on all the different platforms. Yes, please. So we can get more than 16 people. <laughs> but we love all 16 of you. Oh, we love them so much. Individually. We'll, we'll be writing all 16 of you an individualized thank you card. Don't promise them that because we can't see who watched it. We just know how many people watched it. Well, we're sending you... An emotional thank you card from our hearts and our minds. Lovely. Okay, so Pinocchio, Austin, was it good? <laughs> Three, two, one. Yes. Yes. I was a big fan. As was I. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't know already from watching our previous podcast through the end, me and Austin met doing a production of The True Adventures of Pinocchio. That was The True Adventures. Everything else is not an accurate depiction of the Pinocchio story. This is true. Uh, Austin played Geppetto slash the narrator slash Pinocchio, and I mm-hmm. played uh, a dog. Alidoro. Alidoro. Oh, Pinocchio. You also played Punchinello? I played Arlecchino. Arlecchino. Beth played Punchinello. That's right. And I also played in manager <gasps> and <laughs> Mario. Oh, go Mario. So. Forgot all the villagers. Oh, oh, oh. All the performers. What? Repeat? All the performers had names, right? Yeah, all of the performers had names. The plot of the play is like, it takes place 
during a war or something and a troop of actors is traveling through the snowy mountains and they come across a puppet theater run by Austin and we're also cold bird I wish I had fur and we we're like, we're actors. And then we start to pose. And he's like, oh, I hate them. And then he tells us the story of Pinocchio and we help him act it out. And come to find out, he's actually Pinocchio. Yeah, and Pinocchio all grown up and Geppetto is like old and sitting in the attic. Yeah, what a twist. He's like, he's like where's my food? And I'm like, coming, father. It was not very clear, I'll be honest. No, <laughs> no. Um, I don't know if any of the children picked up on it because it was exclusively for children. I don't know. I feel like I feel like Pinocchio since that show has been with me almost all the time. Like I feel like I see Pinocchio everywhere. And I know it's one of those like one of those effects when like you become familiar with something and all of a sudden you see it everywhere, like it becomes more apparent to you. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Pinocchio has been like around me a lot more ever since we did that show in college. So I really I was really excited to watch this movie. Well, yeah, because your theater produced Pinocchio last year. That's right, yeah. Yeah, they did. Which was also a very good production of Pinocchio. So let's just like talk through the plot and then we can stop and talk about characters as we go. Sounds good. All right, so it opens up with Jiminy Cricket singing When you leave your uh, And he hits this like hella high note. Yeah, he does. Come through! I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, he opens up the cartoon book of Pinocchio. And did you see mm-hmm. the um, Alice in Wonderland and Peter Pan book on the shelf? I did. And I was like foreshadowing. I know. That was kind of cool. And I wrote down, this is 80 years old insanity. It looks so good. It's so pretty. It does. Yeah. I, I actually, I said the art of the town is so pretty at the very beginning of the movie. And that even just from that, like the first few minutes, it's already much more like Disney stylized than Snow White was. Yeah, totally. Like they found their artistic vibe with this their aesthetic Mm -hmm. so i also wrote down that disney characters just love letting themselves into people's homes they do yeah they really they really do (laughs) because jiminy was like "Mm, this seems nice and he goes Uh, in and he's like oh it's so nice in here yeah by the fire just advancing forward on that point uh (laughs) when the clocks are keeping jiminy awake he's like mad at them and I'm like, that's not your house. <laughs> like, why are you mad at them for disturbing you? Mm-hmm. This is very interesting. I love this cat, Figaro. Figaro is my favorite character in the entire movie. Oh, is is he? That might be a bit of an exaggeration, but I did really love Figaro. I like Jiminy. Jiminy's good. Okay, so these clocks in this room when they went off. Mm-hmm. So did you know that they actually built cuckoo clocks for every clock that's in that scene? So they could see what? how it works. Like there's physical versions of them. That's crazy. So even the spanking one, it exists in real life. Oh good, the most uncomfortable clock of them all. I love that clock so much. <laughs> <laughs> there is a clock uh, with a little boy laying across his mother's or grandmother's lap with his pants down and you see his butt cheeks and she's just slapping his butt. Yeah, there are other assorted clocks, like a guy cho- trying to chop the head off of a turkey, a man shooting a bird. Yeah. Uh, a lot of violence. Um, mm-hmm. A man popping out with like a, a, looks like a can of paint or something. Mm-hmm. It was cool. That's crazy that they built like real clocks for it. They also That's built awesome. like a real puppet for Pinocchio. These oh, wow. All models that they used in order to make it the most realistic version that they could. Yeah, that makes sense. I thought that was really cool. And the documentary that I watched this morning called Pinocchio, No Strings Attached. 
I didn't watch the whole thing. I got bored. So Geppetto is making this puppet, right? Mm-hmm. It's a wooden puppet boy that he names Pinocchio, and he plays around with the puppet boy, and the puppet boy is so cute, and Figaro is like messing with it, and it's so fun. And then they go to bed after uh, Geppetto has fixed this puppet, and Figaro gets in his little kitty bed next to him, and Geppetto's like, oh, I forgot to open the window. And then there's this... Three minutes. Wanted to sleep. I know. <laughs> and there's this three-minute-long gag where Figaro has to walk all the way up to the window, which <laughs> Geppetto could just reach from his bed. <laughs> and uh, there's this gag with him opening the window, and then they go to bed, but not before Geppetto wishes on a star, a la the opening number. What does he wish for, Austin? He, oh yeah, he wishes that Pinocchio would come to life and be a real boy, because he wants a son. Sweet, sweet, sweet dude. So the blue fairy, who was the star, comes in and she's like, <laughs> okay. This is after they've fallen asleep, of course. And she turns Pinocchio into a real boy. No, into... Oh, it's a living puppet. A living puppet. Sorry, that's later. Spoiler yes. alert. <laughs> <laughs> For this 80-year-old movie. <laughs> yes. And she bestows upon Jiminy Cricket, who's just kind of chilling. He used to be kind of like a trampish looking man. Slash cricket. Mm-hmm. And now he gets this fancy makeover because he is now Pinocchio's conscience. Which is a heavy, a heavy, heavy burden. It is, um, especially for a child who doesn't know anything. Yeah. And also for Jiminy, who is given like this moral power. Yeah, well, like heavy responsibility for Jiminy. And she said like she was like, you'll be like the harbinger of fate. She didn't say that, but it was something along those lines. I was like, that's a lot for one cricket to be responsible for and this cricket didn't want any of this he just kind of walked in he just needed a place to warm his little tush and now he's uh, in charge of a child yeah so geppetto wakes up and he sees pinocchio and he's just like oh my god it's a puppet that's alive and then (laughs) he dances around dances around with pinocchio Mm -hmm. it is before or after give a little whistle it was after Jiminy so. seems to give a little whistle to Pinocchio, and that's that was awesome. <laughs> it's like, you know, just, you know, whistle if you're tempted, and then it goes away. Which I know it means, like, whistle and Jiminy will come by and, like, help steer you from your temptation, but it is kind of, <laughs> the way he was singing it just made it sound like, mm-hmm. if you feel like you, you're about to do something maybe you shouldn't do, just whistle. About to steal from a store or, you know, commit arson, whistle. You got to murder you your wife? Just give a little whistle. Yeah, won't want to do it anymore. No, don't want to do that. But they never do it throughout the movie, though. That's right, they don't. They sure don't. Pinocchio never whistles for help. No, Pinocchio's not very good at taking advice. No, clearly. But he is also one day old. True. So anyway, Geppetto wakes up, he's like, oh my god, it's a real puppet that's alive! And then he dances around with the puppet, and then Pinocchio tries to set his finger on fire, and then they put out the finger in Cleo, who is the goldfish, his mm-hmm. bowl, and it fills the goldfish bowl with soot, and yeah. Yeah. This and is a off- really good podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Cleo and uh, Figaro are great. I love the pets. Also, like, there's just a lot of life in this movie. Like, a lot more. There are characters in this movie. There are yeah. people. There are people in the town. There are students at the school. There are. Mm-hmm. It's just filled with people. Mm-hmm. Snow White wasn't like that. They were only the main characters, and you never saw anybody else. This yeah. world feels like a world. It does, yeah. yeah. Do you want to talk about the pets for a half second? Yeah. No, they're great. Figaro's a fun a little cat. He loves Geppetto, but he also kind of wants to do his own thing, wants to sleep. And boy, just people don't let him do the things he wants to do. No. Much like... <laughs> 
Much like a real cat. And then Cleo is a fish that I guess has a crush on the cat. Yeah, I thought that I I was confused by that. Yeah. I'll be honest. I think Cleo just wanted a romantic connection with whoever. I think she did. I think she's That's just lonely because she's stuck in a bowl. Mm-hmm. She's also the only female character in the movie. Wow. Well, it's a fairy. Oh. I'll just... But yeah. Go throw myself out the window. She's the mo- she's the only female character that isn't like a magical being. Feel stupid now. It's, no, it's okay. Austin, <laughs> I was about hard. to I was about to call Disney out for their sexism and misogyny. Uh huh. And I was like, the fish. What is that supposed to mean? Sorry. Let, well, then let's rewind. Then let's let's just pretend. Let's cu- we're gonna cut all that out. Um, yeah. None of that happened, and none of that will yeah. make it into the podcast. Even no. though I will put it in there. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Cleo <laughs> is not the only female character in this movie. She's no. the only fish character. No, she's not. They're all their fishes. <laughs> <laughs> Later on. So I have never seen Pinocchio and I still haven't seen it. Austin, take it away. Yeah. Okay. So, so after. After Pinocchio comes back to life, they dance and dance and dance. And this Pinocchio is a lot more, um, he's a lot less of, like, a rude kid than, like, most other Pinocchio adaptations. He's just really innocent. Right. Like, this time Geppetto's like, hey, go on to school. And Pinocchio's like, oh, that makes sense. And he goes off to school. And as he's on his way to school, he runs into two of the antagonists in the movie, which are the fox and the cat, where they try to trick him to not go to school, but instead they try to sell, or they do, they sell him to this puppeteer um, who runs this puppet show. About your point about Pinocchio being kinder in this adaptation. Mm-hmm. As part of the documentary I watched, this is the morning, uh-huh. called Pinocchio, No Strings Attached, they discussed <laughs> that choice for this film. Originally, mm-hmm. they made Pinocchio uh, a no-good child who is just annoying, like Pinocchio is in the original Carlo Collani story. But Walt Disney wanted Pinocchio to be likable. Yeah. He wanted people to be able to root for Pinocchio. Whereas in the Carlo Collati tale, he didn't want people to root for Cano- Pinocchio. It was more of a cautionary tale because yeah. in the original draft of it, it was released serially, like one chapter at a time. And Carlo Collati originally intended for the story to end with Pinocchio in a bad spot. And it was originally supposed to end with Pinocchio like hanging upside down on a tree. Whereas in this version of it, Walt Disney wanted Pinocchio to be able to triumph over his circumstances. So you Mm -hmm. wanted to be able to cheer for the protagonist. Which makes sense. Mm -hmm. So he comes across the fox and the cat and we can talk about them. Honest John. Mm -hmm. Honest John, yep. And the only fox character in Pinocchio. That's correct. (laughs) I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, And I didn't realize the cat didn't talk. I didn't either. (laughs) Wasn't a fan of that. I wasn't either. I, I, yeah, I wrote that down. I was like, I kind of don't like the cat is just like dumb. Like some, like some of the gags with the cat were funny, but like in general, I was like, I don't really like this cat's just like dopey and just like hanging around. And that's kind of like oblivious to everything going on with it. Yeah. Uh, One thing I did like is that the fox told Pinocchio that theater was the easy road to success, and I wrote LOL in all caps. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Me yeah, and Austin are theater educators. We are. I wrote, go to school, Pinocchio, become a doctor or an engineer. Honestly, especially in this pandemic. 
goodness yeah. gracious. Maybe no, maybe don't be a doctor for your own mental health, Pinocchio. But like, <laughs> I don't. I've been all these kids going to school for musical theater performance that I know. I'm just like, do you hate yourself? Yeah. <laughs> there, there's not gonna be theater in two years. <laughs> anyway, it might be, but yeah, it'll. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. We shall see. Anyway, so Fox sings the song called Ha Diddly Dee, an act is life for me, over and over again. And you hear the do 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 over and over mm-hmm. throughout the film. Mm-hmm. Sometimes accompanied with lyrics, sometimes not. So like a lot of the music in Pinocchio is a lot less like important to the plot. They're just kind of singing for fun, which isn't a bad thing because the songs are fun. But it's not it's not a musical kind of like Snow White was. No, it's not. So anyway, they t- <laughs> they uh, they steal Pinocchio away and uh, they sell him to a puppet theater. Jiminy has just awoken and he's like, mm-hmm. "Oh my God, I'm late for my first day of work." Mm-hmm. That wasn't a bad impression. It wasn't. No, I didn't even mean to. <laughs> and Jiminy, this is all Jiminy's fault, but it's not. I don't blame him because he didn't ask for this. No, he was given the resp- the responsibility of being a conscience thrust upon him the night before. So he sees like them coming by and he joins in the parade because he thinks it's a parade. And then he tells Pinocchio, hey, Pinocchio, no, no. <laughs> hey, Pinocchio, more like Pinocchio, no. Yeah, Pinocchio, no. Hey, Pinocchio, Pinocchio, no. Pinocchio, oh, go on to school. Being an actor... Not the deal. No, not the thing you should be doing right now. And do you notice the um the line about actors not needing a conscience? Yeah, I thought that was funny. Oh, that's really <laughs> funny. He tells Pinocchio, no, 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 no. And then Pinocchio's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he turns around and goes, okay, I'll go with you. And Jiminy's like, what? I just told you not to. <laughs> My favorite thing is that when Pinocchio goes back with the fox and the cat, they're off to be an actor. Jimmy is like, well, I'm going to go tell Geppetto. And he's like, no, you know what? I'm not a snitch. <laughs> Snitches get stitches. Yeah. And I was like, you know what, Jiminy? I guess. Like, <laughs> I can see where you're coming from. But also, I feel like maybe maybe you should tell this one one day old's father. Yeah, he's maybe you should tell this infant's cat. father. Yeah. <laughs> that he's running off to become an actor instead of going to school. <laughs> oh, Jiminy. Anyway, and so then, he goes to this yeah. puppet theater. And Jiminy hangs out in the rafters and it opens up and I've got no strings and Pinocchio falls and then he comes up and he does a little dance without strings because he's a puppet without strings and yeah, they make lots of money. Mm-hmm. And all the lady puppets are like hitting on Pinocchio and I'm like, he's, he's a child. Um, <laughs> which like obviously they weren't like alive puppets, but I was like, that's odd and I don't but like it. he's made it. of what? Stop. <laughs> also, Pinocchio never had strings. So, you know. Yeah, he did. Did he at the beginning? Yeah. I thought he was just being ho- hoisted by his overalls. No, he was a marionette. Yeah. Oh, I guess he, I... He dances around with him and, like, has him, like, lift his hat up and everything. Yeah, but I did... Yeah, okay. Well... <laughs> I had strings, but now I'm free. Okay, well, in the past tense, he had strings, but now yes. he doesn't anymore. I didn't remember seeing strings, but maybe he did. I guess I. <laughs> there were definitely strings. <laughs> well, see, now Luke didn't know that there was more than one woman in this play, and I didn't know there were strings. Turns out we've ne- neither play. Of us it's movie. a movie, Austin. Did I did I say play? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Only the podcast will tell. <laughs> Turns out neither of us have watched this movie. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I don't know. This one's just not going as well. <laughs> it's, it's not, no. <laughs> the wheels have fallen off the wagon. Speaking they of have. wagons, they get on Stromboli's wagon. Transition. Yeah, but before they go to Stromboli's wagon, I want to talk about this for a second. Okay. They go back to Geppetto's house. He's really upset about Pinocchio. <laughs> and he's made out this, like, fabulous dinner. The food looks delicious. Fabulous. Um, and there's a cake just, like, chilling in the fishbowl that, <laughs> that is stayed cake shape. And I was just like, a cake wouldn't yeah. sit underwater. Cake would dissolve. Yeah. <laughs> but a talking puppet? That makes sense. This movie sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> People spend their lives playing this movie, and it's awful. Yeah, zero out of ten movie. Ugh, gross. (laughs) (laughs) This this is not it. No. Do we need to, like, get another time to record this or something? No, this is hysterical. (laughs) Okay, great. (laughs) And that's our cold open. Yeah, great. Oh, yeah, (laughs) that's good. I like it. Ugh. We love planning. <laughs> okay, so after that, they go into Stromboli's wagon, and Stromboli's like, oh, the Pinocchio. <laughs> oh, you are so good. And Pinocchio's crying, because apparently Pinocchio, made of wood, can cry. Yeah. I'm like, that's going to warp him. <laughs> I did like a Stromboli's, like, Italian babbling. I'm not sure if any of it was actually ta- actual Italian. I do not speak Italian, so Nor I cannot do confirm. I. Nor do um, I. But it reminded me a lot of, um, I don't know, Luke, if you've ever played any of the Mario and Luigi games. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, well, these little games are, you play as Mario and Luigi, they're like an RPG. But whenever Mario and Luigi talk in the game, they go, That just reminded me of that the whole time. Mario. I can do that. I did it earlier. My hair's insane right now. Also, what a horrible first day to be alive for Pinocchio. I know. <laughs> it's just like, I mean, if my first day was like that, I just wouldn't want to live anymore. No. <laughs> Honestly, this should be a story about Pinocchio's suicidal thought. And, you know, part of me was like, you know what? Maybe he should just be firewood. He's wood. He wouldn't feel it. I guess not. It would just be resolved like that. And then Geppetto could just make another one. Just try again. <laughs> I feel like if Pinocchio got burnt alive, I, I feel like if he wished on something, the fairy would be like, no, last time you got a living puppet, you lost track of it, and it burnt to death. I don't think she's like that. Maybe not. Maybe she's a lot more grace gracious. She is a fairy. She is. A blue fairy, in fact. So Pinocchio was like, I'm going to go home and tell my papa. And Stromboli is like, no, no, no. You go in cage now. Throws him in the cage, and then he twerks for a couple seconds. He does. <laughs> <laughs> like, very detailed twerking. Yeah. Stromboli was caked up. Not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He is. So then he locks Pinocchio in this birdcage. Uh, Jiminy finally gets back, gets to the carriage. And Jiminy tries to like lock pick the lock. He can't make it. And then the blue fairy appears. And she's like, Pinocchio, what, what did you do? And Pinocchio's like, you know, nothing. Pinocchio lies and his nose grows. Which across Spoiler like alert. every... Pin- yeah, his noise, his, no- his noise. His noise grows when he loys. Um, his nose grows when he lies. 
once again, including this story, which I didn't realize, across like all the Pinocchio stories, the nose growing's like not really that important of a. <laughs> and I don't think it ever is. It never is, but I feel like it's that's like the thing people take from Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. Um, which is always which it's so funny to me because even in this movie, it was like a one-off kind of moment. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted them to use it like as a utility at some point. Like they need to get across something, and so he just lies a lot to get his nose like across, like yeah, a cavern or something to try to get or, across. Like, yeah, like he, he extends it, and, like he, he chisels it into like a key. Like oh, that's, that's smart. That yeah, You're like MacGyver Pinocchio. I love that he can lie things into existence. Yeah, he, he gave life to birds and flowers at the end of his nose. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. That was it was really cute. I liked but it. Also, why is he lying? He wasn't have a reason to. I, well, I think he was just like he was ashamed. I think he just didn't want to tell her what had really happened because he didn't want to sound stupid. I see. I don't understand him, but like, I'm not a wooden boy, so how could I? Neither am I. Uh, Pinocchio is released. Before that, there's a really se- there's a scene where the cart drives by Geppetto looking for Pinocchio, and you're like, he's right there. Italian hands, chef hands. Yeah. <laughs> and the blue fairy releases him. She's like, I'm just gonna do this this once. I'm not going to save you from being locked in a cage again. And then it cuts to the fox and the cat chilling at the end, talking to uh, a dude. This guy who's creepy as hell. Very scary. Who is collecting, quote, stupid little boys. And I said, sign me up. His name is the coachman. He's the wicked coachman. coachman. Okay. I thought I heard them say huntsman at some point. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. And they never mention him again i don't think so my he's, name at least and he's voiced by the same actor who voices stromboli oh that, well, that makes sense <laughs> and he kind of talks into to the fox's ear for a very extended period of time mm-hmm. and then he pulls away from the fox and then tells him what he wants him to do i was like <laughs> yeah what were you whispering in the fox's ear yeah. this whole time <laughs> sir <laughs> i was like trying to get with the fox i yeah. don't know I I thought that was confusing because I was like, oh, they're going to wait and let us find out what's going to happen. And then he just straight up tells them. Maybe they did that bit and they realized that (laughs) they they were like, that's not very clear. So instead of like, (laughs) just not doing that scene, we're just going to add another bit at the end (laughs) where we explain our plan. So what they're wanting to do is try to get boys to Pleasure Island. Yes. For an undisclosed reason. Mm Mm-hmm. Pinocchio and Jiminy are running back home and then they get stopped again by the fox and the cat who then take Pinocchio to a wagon to go to Pleasure Island. And he gets on this wagon and he meets Lampwick, who's the most annoying thing that ever existed. I hate Lampwick. I hate um, him. Also, Lampwick seemed like like 16. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I don't think he was. I think he was younger. It just like appeared to be that because Pinocchio was so young, I guess. Mm-hmm. But he meets Lampwick, who's a jerk, and then they go to Pleasure Island, which is like, like so. My understanding of Pleasure Island slash Funland slash whatever version of it you've read or seen, I always assumed that it was like a place where you play all day and that's all you do. But it turns out it's a it's a, a haven for sin and debauchery. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, which was a lot scarier. 
Yeah, no, it's a place where little boys can go and do whatever they want. There's a, literally a tent where boys are can freely beat each other up. Because that's what little boys do. <laughs> there was a, that's what oh, I man. did. That's, yeah, I, I got in fights every day. In fact, I, I still to this day uh, am known among my elementary school as mm-hmm. the kid to, to not mess with. And whenever I go by my elementary school, because I do that all the time. They quake in fear. Um, they do. The teachers, the staff, everyone. I could be the principal of that school if I wanted to be, but I don't want to do that. Whenever you show up on the school grounds, just dark clouds hover above it. They do. It's very ominous. And then they they can just feel your presence. <clears throat> like, he's here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I even... No, so- I get it. I get it. I still get a thrill from knocking a tooth out or two. Yeah, me, me too. Mm-hmm. I sometimes hire a, like, a choir to follow behind me and give, like, villain music. Like, Ba-bum. villain chanting. Ba-bum. Um, so yeah, <laughs> um, one of my favorite things when they find the fighting tent is Lampwick says, Oh boy, a scrap, let's go poke someone in the nose. Yeah, that was funny. Um, the, the cigarettes being handed out by the Native American statues. Oh, I did not like um, that. Neither was very, very not into it. I very thought this was in Italy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess the Italians are the ones that raped, murdered, and pillaged the Native Americans originally. Most of the Europeans were, yeah. So so I guess it doesn't matter. No. (laughs) I will say the one part of Pleasure Island Island that I thought was really fun was uh, the model home for destruction. That actually seemed like a really, like, a fun place to go. Like, this, like, big fancy mansion. And you just get to, like, go break stuff. That was actually funny. That sounds kind of therapeutic and then lampwick throws a brick at the stained glass window that has somehow not been broken yet it's like how is this intact (laughs) we cut Mm -hmm. to lampwick and pinocchio chilling in this building that's shaped like an eight ball Mm -hmm. because that's where the pool tables are and (laughs) also apparently playing pool is like real bad yeah (laughs) with a capital p and that rhymes with t wait you got trouble, my friends, out here in River City with a capital T, and that rhymes with P, and that stands for pool. That stands for pool. <laughs> What's that from? You don't know what that's from? No, I don't think so. It's from The Music Man. Oh, I've not seen or listened to The Music Man. What? It's not good. You should watch it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Pinocchio. Uh, yeah. They're in the eight ball tent <laughs> playing po- uh, yeah. pool. The uh, the smoking kids made me super uncomfortable. <laughs> I really didn't like it. Maybe that's because I really don't like smoking so much. But like just seeing kids puffing on cigars made me really uncomfy. I don't think it was supposed. <laughs> I think it was supposed to. It was, but still, I was like, I was like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, there um, was a warning before the movie on Disney Plus that says it contains tobacco. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, and Disney Plus, like for the old movies, they have warnings before them if they contain outdated cultural references. Mm-hmm. So, like, Peter Pan has it for the Native Americans and Peter Pan. Yeah. I'm surprised it didn't have it on, like, this one. So, they're in there, and Lampwick's talking about how awesome his life is, and every once in a while, he spits through his awful buck teeth that he has. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't stand that. And then he tells Pinocchio that he should take a bigger drag out of his cigar, and Pinocchio does, and he turns green. And then, lo and behold, Jiminy Cricket walks in, and he's like, oh! what an interesting place this is and then he hears stuff coming from this place like this big door Mm -hmm. ominous looking doorway and he's like "Hmm, i'm gonna go check it out and he does and Mm -hmm. inside there are a bunch of donkeys some of them are wearing clothes 
curiouser and curiouser. Mm-hmm. Oh, and before then, Jiminy sees Pinocchio and Lampwick. He does the foreshadowing where he tells Lampwick he's going to make a jackass out of himself. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> he said ass. Yeah. <laughs> Which is then, like, a later, <laughs> after Lampwick has gotten, like, ears, he's like, what's he think of looking like a jackass? And the Pinocchio's like, yeah. <laughs> you do. And he's like, what you say? Oh, no. And then he turns into a donkey, which is horrifying. Oh, but like rewind. We don't know about that yet in the context of the yeah, movie. Yeah, you're right. So Jiminy goes into this place after he says that Pinocchio's going to be a jackass. Mm-hmm. And he, he's like, oh, look at all these donkeys. How interesting. Where'd all these donkeys come from? Mm-hmm. And some shadowy men are throwing these donkeys into different places, that into different boxes that are being sold to salt mines in the circus. Mm-hmm. They're Very coming. scary shadow men. Yeah. The donkeys are coming through the gate one at a time wearing uh, clothes that look very similar to the clothes worn by the boys in Pleasure Island. <laughs> Interesting. And, and one donkey is like, I want my mama. Yeah. And that horrified me. That, yeah, that was scary. And he's like, this one can still talk! And then he <laughs> throws, throws them in the pen with the five other talking donkeys. Yeah. Who are crying for their mothers. And I'm like, what happens to those donkeys? <laughs> I assumed those were the circus donkeys. No, there was a box for the circus donkeys. And I assumed there were multiple boxes for different locations, but maybe you're right. But they didn't throw them into a box. They just threw them into a pen and they didn't even take their clothes off. Oh, yeah, you're right. Maybe I think that's just where they keep... Done. Yeah. Yeah. It cuts back to Pinocchio and Lampwick. Lampwick and Pinocchio start turning into donkeys. Uh, Lampwick faster and much more terrifying. It's before he started the transformation... I wrote down, I don't know, I don't sympathize with Lampwick. And the next point says, okay, maybe I do. The transformation was actually really sad. <laughs> it was so sad. It reminded me of like a werewolf situation. Yeah. Like a were donkey. Yeah. Except he doesn't want he doesn't at all want to turn into that were donkey. And he's like screaming out. <laughs> he's like, help me, help me. And there's no resolution with that. With any of these boys that have turned into donkeys, they're just donkeys now. Even they Lampwick. don't shut down the business. <laughs> no. No, they're just that. <laughs> That's just part of the world. I It's scary. <laughs> so he first sprouts ears, and then he turns around, and then he sprouts a tail, and then he looks back at Pinocchio, and then he looks back at the pool table, and he turns around, and he's got a donkey head. I thought that was done really, really well. Yeah, that was. And then he grabs Pinocchio by the scruff of his shirt, and is like, help me, help me, and then his hands turn into hooves, and he starts hooving at Pinocchio, it's terrifying. It is. It's really scary. Like, it was dark. Isn't Guillermo del Toro directing, like, a Pinocchio live action? It's a stop motion. Yeah. Oh, it's a stop motion? Yeah. That's cool. I was thinking, when I saw that, I was like, that's going to be terrifying in the Guillermo del Toro version, just because he has such a penchant for, like, monsters and transformations and stuff like that. Yeah. I think it's going to be on Netflix. I'm looking it up now. If it's on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. Okay, then yeah, it's probably going to be real scary. Ewan McGregor's playing the cricket. <gasps> I know you like Ewan McGregor. I do. Tilda Swinton's the fairy. Like that. Christoph Waltz is both the fox and the cat. <laughs> okay. Finn Wolfhard is Lampwick. That checks out. That makes sense. Yeah, it's good. It's a good group of people. It's produced by the Jim Henson Company. Oh, oh, dope. Amazing. It's going to be great. Yeah, so that'll be fun. It's supposed yeah. to come out next year. After that, Pinocchio escapes. With Jiminy. With Jiminy. And then with he donkey figures, ears and a tail. With donkey ears and a tail. And then he finds out that Geppetto has gone off to sea and has been eaten by Monstro the whale. How does he find that out, Austin? 
Remind me, Luke, how the blue that? fairy comes That's down right. in the form of a dove and <laughs> drops a letter in front of Pinocchio, detailing where Geppetto is. <laughs> Has story. Yeah, I know. Like in the original Pinocchio story, it takes place over like months. But three days. Yeah, this is three days. I'm like, what? What in three days possessed Geppetto to need to go out to sea to look for Pinocchio? I know, maybe he just wanted to <laughs> chill on the beach and monster. Just, just, um, thank you. <laughs> so Pinocchio and Jiminy then run to this cliff. He, Jiminy tries to dissuade Pinocchio from jumping into the ocean to look for Monstro, but then as he's t- trying to tell him not to do that, he does, then tells him how to tie his tail around the rock. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 don't, don't jump. But uh, well, if you're gonna tie it like that, you need to do like, like under, over, like that. Great. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but don't jump <laughs> uh, into the ocean. Definitely don't do that. No, but then he does, and then that's like one of my favorite parts in the movie is them being underwater. Oh, it's so cool. Do you know how they did the underwater effect? I do. <laughs> well, because tell me, Luke, how did they? Well, first you gotta guess how I know. Did you know from watching a documentary? Yeah, it's called Pinocchio, No Strings Attached. <laughs> I watched See, 10 the funny minutes thing of it. Is, the funny thing is, is that No Strings Attached, it's like Pinocchio it doesn't have strings. Yeah, that's the joke. <laughs> so they put a glass <laughs> over the, the frames uh-huh. to make like the, ooh, it's the water. That's how they made it look like it was like the water was rippling if they put like corroded glass over it. That's or whatever. cool. I th- I thought it was something like that because I was like, that lighting effect is definitely just like put over this. They also developed a new way to shoot the frames for this movie. Before oh, yeah. for Snow White, it was a camera facing downwards mm-hmm. on the frames and then they'd like put the frame in one at a time. But mm-hmm. for this one, they had huge black frames that they had like lined up like back to back. So they could do zooming from different panels. That's cool. So it was filmed horizontally as opposed to vertically. Oh, okay. I even noticed some of those effects, like some foreground and background stuff. Yeah. So anyway, they're in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they hang out with all the fish because there are more than just one fish in this movie, apparently. That was they a meet callback. seahorses. Yes. And what and the seahorse that Jiminy Cricket rides on has donkey ears. Yeah, I noticed that too. I was wondering if they were transformed boys. But why are they seahorses? I don't. No. <laughs> but only one of them had the ears. Yeah. I don't know. I think they were just trying to make a clever seahorse joke. Question, why do some animals get to talk and some don't? I wrote that down earlier. I actually said this is like a Pluto situation. Like where Pluto is Mickey's dog, but like he clearly kind of looks like Goofy. And Goofy's a talking dog. It's just, it's just not fair. It's like, why does the fox get to talk? And the cat, I can say that he talks. It's different. Because the cat yeah. is different than Figaro. Very different, yeah. I don't I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> Neither do I. Pinocchio's looking for Monstro. He asks the fish, hey, show me the Monstro. And all the fish are like, absolutely not. I yeah. value my life. And they swim away. Yes. Um, so we cut to, so then it cuts to inside Monstro. Geppetto's there. I don't know why Geppetto brought Figaro and Cleo with him. Specifically Cleo, I didn't understand. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they're chilling. And Geppetto's like, I'm hungry. I hope Monstro opens his mouth soon so he gets fish so we can eat. 
No, and then he does. And then he swallows Pinocchio after an extended period of time. My cat Mm -hmm. is sneezing up a storm. So if you hear that, that's what's happening. Bless you, Cece. And Pinocchio ends up in the whale's belly with Geppetto and Figaro and Cleo. And Geppetto's like, oh my God. Hi. Pinocchio. Pinocchio. (laughs) And And then then they reunite. Mm-hmm. And then Geppetto's like, well, I'm glad we get to live the rest of our days here inside this whale. There's no way out. And Pinocchio's like sneezing. So he, uh, Pinocchio burns a bunch of things. He takes a chair and Geppetto's like, where am I going to sit, Pinocchio, if you take this chair from me? And Pinocchio's like, Geppetto, I got this. He lights a fire. It shoots up into the whale's blowhole or it is in his mouth. And the whale sneezes Pinocchio and Geppetto out. He chases after Geppetto and Pinocchio on the raft that Geppetto built. Yeah, it's scary. Um, yeah, and then the whale Tokyo drifts. He does. Um, <laughs> like when I saw that, the Tokyo, the Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift theme song started playing in my head. It was like a ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. Um, Too monster, too was furious. Really, yeah. <laughs> uh, monster just in general was very scary. <laughs> also, I don't think whales have teeth. They have bristles. Like that, at least. Yeah, they have bristles. But that was a very This movie sucks! Yeah. <laughs> so unrealistic this movie is. I know. Austin just I like was able the... to buy the talking... Pe- the Almost of the talking peanut. The talking puppet. <laughs> there are no peanuts in this movie. You don't know that. <laughs> That's true. I wasn't... <laughs> so We yeah. like saying what's not in this movie, don't we? <laughs> there are no but... fish! There are no women and there are no peanuts! The three things I need in my movies. <laughs> Females, fish, and peanuts. Yeah, FFP. So, uh, they, so they, they escape. Yeah. And Pinocchio's just not doing well. No. So they lay Pinocchio with his little donkey ears and donkey tail on the bed and Geppetto's mourning over Pinocchio because apparently a wooden puppet can drown. After he it's, hasn't this entire time? After he spent the entirety of like a 10-minute scene underwater fine and then pinocchio turns into a real boy and he's like papa papa i'm a real boy geppetto's like shut up pinocchio you're dead (laughs) then he's like wait no you're alive i don't like pinocchio's real boy look no i don't either it was very uncanny valley to me (laughs) because he just looked like the puppet version but like his eyes were smaller and his nose was normal not a fan because you're Um, just so used to seeing him like that yeah, and then he turned into a real person, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, I think you could be a puppet if you want. <laughs> yeah. Jiminy got his badge. He asks the Blue Fairy at the beginning when he turns to the conscience. He's like, yeah, I got gold shoes. Can I get a big shiny gold badge? And the fairy's like, oh, we'll see. And then at the very end, Jiminy looks up at the star, and he's like, you did, you did good, fairy. And then she shoots a magic badge onto him, and he's like, ah, pure gold. Pinocchio. Happy. The ending was very lovely, I thought. No, the whole movie was very lovely. Mm-hmm. Other than the fact that the whale didn't have bristles. Yeah, that took me out of it a little too much. And there were no peanuts! No, and only two women, one of them being a fish and the other mm. one being a fairy. A magical creature. And the women who flirted with Pinocchio at the at the show. Those, those weren't real women, though. <laughs> they weren't real. Also, the no. cat. The cat could have been a woman. Yeah, we don't know. I've always identified the cat as a woman only because the cat in our show was a girl, was a girl. Oh, I forgot that that scene was in there. I was watching that and mm-hmm. I was like, I don't remember that scene in our show. It was Danny and mm-hmm. Whitney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had the, the fox and the cat. 
Yes, I do recall. I do mm-hmm. recall. Huh. Well, there you go. Pinocchio! Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now that we've talked about the movie story. Yeah. Luke, I have a couple of questions about the reg- the original Pinocchio story. I'm so excited. Yes. I hope people uh, made it this far so they could listen to this. I hope they did too. My mom really liked this part. She thought it was really funny. Yeah, it was funny. Um, thanks. Uh, this is the quiz corner. Um, <laughs> quiz corner. <laughs> Better, but... So, I did not read the entire story of Pinocchio because it's like 84 chapters, but I did read a very in-depth Wikipedia summary. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, I have some questions, Luke. Luke, you might be aware of some of these. Some of these might be softballs for you. Okay. Um, this was harder to put the questions together for because there was so much content in the original Pinocchio story, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to stray too far into, like, obscure territory <laughs> to where the questions would be like, who knows this? Right, right. Um, but uh, we're going to give it a shot. There's five questions this time. First question. Pinocchio is mischievous immediately upon being built in the original story. What is the first thing Pinocchio does when he is finished, like when he is created? A. Kicks Geppetto. B. Runs away. C. Runs around and knocks over Geppetto's things. Or D. Is arrested for tax evasion. (laughs) Uh... Huh. I don't think it's tax evasion because he hasn't made any money yet. And that's, that's why I don't think that's that answer. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason. That's, An astute observation. Thank you. I'm trying. It's context clues. Mm-hmm. Let me see. I think he kicks Geppetto in the shin. That is correct. He kicks <laughs> Geppetto. He then runs away. But oh, he yeah, does he kick did. Geppetto first. Okay. Yeah, apparently Pinocchio was like a jerk the instant like his head was built. Mm. <laughs> like he was a brat the whole time as many children are that's true second question the fairy in pinocchio is often referred to as the blue fairy but what is her official title is it a the fairy with the cerulean hair b the fairy with hair like the ocean c the fairy with turquoise hair or d the fairy with azure hair i actually know this answer it is yeah i think it's the turquoise hair that is correct yeah yeah, it's it's yeah. She's the fairy with the turquoise hair, um, which I feel like is very specific, <laughs> a very specific color. Mm-hmm. With or, hair like the ocean, I like that one. Thanks. Uh, I had a hard time thinking of blue uh, colors. <laughs> her Italian name. I'm gonna pronounce her Italian name because I definitely can. Come on, Wiki One. There we go. La Fata dai Capelli Torcini. <laughs> Wait, oh, where where where'd Austin go? <laughs> Oh, sorry. That was my Italian cousin who came in to pronounce the name of the fairy with the turquoise hair. A pizza, pepperoni, a cake, boss. Um All right, third question. The fox and the cat take Pinocchio to an inn where they steal his money. What is the name of the inn? Is it A, the inn of the red lobster? B, the inn of the olive garden? C, the inn of the blue bird? Or D, the inn of the nightingale? Huh, I don't know, because I played in manager in the True Adventures of the Pinocchios, <laughs> and in my end was the end of the ripe tomato. Oh, well, that was not accurate <laughs> to the original story. What were the and what was the first one again? The end of the red lobster. It's not that one. I think it's the end of the nightingale. 
It is actually A, the end of the Red Lobster. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the Red Lobster. The end of the Olive Garden. <laughs> the end of the I almost made them. I almost made them all restaurant names. I almost said the end of the Texas Roadhouse, but I figured if I added enough restaurant names, it would almost just seem like it was the Red Lobster. So I was like, yeah. I'm just going to make the Olive Garden the joke one. That's funny. All right. Fourth I do question. love Olive Garden. Olive Garden's great. I love the breadsticks. I love the breadsticks and I love the endless salad. Mm-hmm. Very good. Both both delicious. Mm-hmm. Fourth question. Pinocchio meets a dog named Ali Doro who saves Pinocchio's life. What breed of dog is he? Is he A, a hound? <laughs> is he B, a bulldog? C, a Yorkie? Or D, a Mastiff? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I played Ali Doro in The True Adventures of Pinocchio, Austin. <laughs> I know. And... Our director slash acting professor, Tim Matheny, is going to be so disappointed in me that I didn't do the background research <laughs> on Ali Doro and that I don't know where he came from. All yes. I know is that he had a wife and puppies to support. He sure did. I will give you, a, well, this isn't really a hint, but I will say your costume did not, is not going to help you in this. That doesn't help. No. <laughs> <laughs> so and now I know that the dog didn't wear a trench coat. Thank you. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm gonna go with hound. He was actually a mastiff. I'm sorry, Tim. <laughs> there are uh there are multiple mastiffs in this story. And the Blue Fairy, fun fact, has a poodle servant named Medoro. Oh. Yeah. So there's more than one dog in there? There are multiple dogs in the Pinocchio story. Huh. Interesting. Oh, wait. Was that... Oh, I guess that was the last question. I guess I just kept it to four. I said I had five, but I guess I lied to you. I mean, that was a good ending um, one. Yeah. I thought um, Alidoro was made up. I'll be honest with you. Really? Yeah, I did not think that Alidoro existed in the actual <laughs> version of Pinocchio. So Pinocchio is... Uh, let me see if I can find it here i do have the thing pulled up here we go so pinocchio is studying hard on this island to become a good a good student he is at the top of his class i recall um the other boys trick pinocchio into playing hooky by saying they they saw a large sea monster at the beach the one that saw, swallowed geppetto uh the boys were lying in a fight breaks out one boy named eugene is hit by pinocchio's school book though pinocchio did not throw it pinocchio is accused of injuring eugene by two carabinieres which are like police officers uh, but the puppet escapes. During his escape, Pinocchio saves a drowning mastiff named Alidoro. In exchange, Alidoro later saves Pinocchio from the green fisherman who is going to eat the marionette as Pinocchio returns home. Uh, and the green fisherman is terrifying. He's like a fish man. <laughs> uh, he's really scary. He's like an old Greg kind of character. Yeah, there's a lot of weirdness in the original Pinocchio story. There's a gorilla judge. There's a snake with a flaming tail. Um, there's Alidoro. There's Ali Doro, the, the, the weirdest star. character. Yeah. <laughs> In the true um, adventures of Pinocchio, he was a police dog. He was. Who like oh, he was, was, that's right. <laughs> he was a oh, police yeah. dog and he went out to sea to like save somebody and then he started drowning because he couldn't swim. And then yes. Pinocchio came and saved him. And then later on he lost his job as a police dog because he's so bad at it <laughs> and he's sad because he had the wife and puppies to support <laughs> good on Doro. that was five years ago it was that went a long time ago but yeah so overall pinocchio was a really good movie i thought a very i thought a, a big step up from snow white yeah 
So we don't even have to like talk about ranking it. We're just good with ranking it above Snow White. Yeah, I think we can go ahead and just say above Snow White. As yeah, for right sorry, now. boo. Sorry, boo, boo. <laughs> Appreciate what Snow White did, but this movie was like much. There, there was much more in this movie. Yeah, it was just you know better. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no Pinocchio. It was just, it was good. Also, the original story it was a dogfish, a giant dogfish, not a whale. You know, I'd be thinking, Austin, what's a dogfish? And to that, I say, I also don't really know. What's it? I'm going to look it up. Look it up. I will. Thank you. Good. A dogfish is a shark, I think. Yeah, it's a shark. Oh, okay. Yeah, one of the questions I was going to include involved picking between a dogfish and a shark, but then I saw them call it a shark also, and I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to have like two right answers, you know? Yeah. And like, if you were like picked shark, I would have been like, no, it's a dogfish. And then you would have been like, well, a dogfish is a shark. And it would have been like, like, you know, in school, like sometimes you'd like a teacher might put in like a multiple choice question. And like one of the answers is like technically right, but it's not the answer they're looking for. Yeah. It's like the umbrella answer. It's not specific yeah. enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate teachers. They stuck. Yeah. I'm glad Just I'm like this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right. So that yeah. was the amazing podcast episode of Pinocchio mm-hmm. for the yeah. Easter podcast. So yeah, give us that five star rating because based on this podcast, we deserve it. We earned it. We, we earned it. it. We work very yeah. hard. We do. We were <laughs> a little a little scatterbrained today, but you know what? It's okay. We're still learning. The we're learning everything. Yeah, I would uh, say that this is the most scattered of the brains we have been for the podcast. I, yes, I but agree. I'll, I'll probably like listen to this and spend hours editing it and then be like, you know what? This is the best one. Yeah. <laughs> because it's um, you know, it's the most truthful to who we are and we should be proud of that. That's true. Um, What are we watching next week, Luke? I think it's Fantasia. So that'll be just a fun time. That will be. That won't be us being scatterbrained. That will, <laughs> that will be us being like, so a lot happened in this movie. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it is Fantasia, mm-hmm. which also came out in 1940. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I have not seen Fantasia since I think middle school. I haven't seen Fantasia at all. I've seen Fantasia 2000. I don't know if I saw Fantasia 2000 or not, so I guess I'll find that out when I watch this this week. Yeah. But I know I have seen a Fantasia of some sort. Our next couple movies, we're watching Fantasia next week, then The Reluctant Dragon. <laughs> which is our first non-fully Disney animated movie. And then we're watching yeah. Dumbo, and then we're watching the Dumbo remake. Woohoo! Our first remake movie. Yeah, so stay tuned for that awesome content we have coming your way. <laughs> yeah! Subscribe, follow us. Yeah. Um, me and Austin have Instagrams and Twitters. We do. He's um, at Austin Howith. I'm at Luke underscore manual. Mm-hmm. Like an instruction manual. Oh, um, I am Austin, yes, at Austin Howith on both Instagram and the Twitter, although I believe Instagram has an underscore, but that doesn't matter because if you look up Austin Howith, I'm going to get pulled up because I'm like the only Austin Howith in existence, which I can Why? proudly say. I'm also, I'm the only Luke McFatrich. Wow. But I don't go by that because McFatrich <laughs> is, is a lot. Um, <laughs> I go, but I'm also the only Luke Manuel, so it works. There we go. And I'm also the only Luke Manuel McFatrich. So. Ooh. I also noticed just now on our website where we have our ranking, 
<laughs> that it's number one, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. I just think it's funny because, like, without context and knowing that we haven't already done, like, a bunch of episodes, um, <laughs> it just looks like we've hated every movie <laughs> except <laughs> Snow White. <laughs> well, I'm going to go ahead and update it right now. Okay. So, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening. God bless. Hopefully you voted. I would tell you to go vote if you hadn't, but it's going to come out after the election. So yes. Well, I, yeah, I also hope you have voted. It was your civic duty to do so. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. Yeah. All right. Bless. See ya. Goodbye. Hopefully we're all alive on Wednesday. Woohoo. Whoop, whoop.